Dragon Ball Super Dope. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I mean, really, basically, wherever you want to listen, whatever's more convenient for you guys. Uh, helps if you uh, rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. If you want to leave us a review, helps people find the show. Today, my brother Brandon is back. First, Hello. first time since uh, since New Year's, man. I haven't talked to you in a bit. Yeah. What the hell? Woo. Well, I've been meaning to do a manga chapter podcast for chapter 56 of Dragon Ball Super. Um, it's a really fun chapter, and it focuses mostly on everybody who's not Goku and Vegeta, which is a real nice change of pace. Yeah. And I definitely want to chit-chat a little bit about that with you. Me and you just did a very... Uh, experimental video it sounded worse than i meant it but uh a video of me going through the manga chapter with you and i don't know it maybe came out okay we'll see i guess uh might be up on the patreon we'll we'll see how it goes we we got the camera equipment working this week and we're fucking around with a couple of different things but before we get to manga chapter 56 how have you been Good. I've been pretty busy with uh, some stuff at work, some big projects going on. Um, at the library. Been yeah, at the library. At the uh, library. Been gigging with the band a little bit, and uh, do you get mad when people say library? No, it's cool. They I can't pronounce mad. the other word anyway, so they can't pronounce Athenaeum. So yeah, I can barely fucking pronounce that. Athenium, you know. So yeah. it's all good. Um, and then the band's going well as well. Yeah. You just yeah. had a gig last night. Had a gig last night. Another gig Saturday. So one of these days I'll make it out. The last 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 time I saw you was New Year's Eve. Yeah, me and you yeah, did an we acoustic did, gig uh, together. Yeah, locals. Locals. Shout out locals. Woo. Two Here. locations now. Tiverton, Rhode Island. Where you at, baby? Fall River South End. Stand up. I'll see you at locals very soon. Anyway, um, good man. Glad things are going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like. I feel like the last time we caught up about you in general, it was not very positive news in terms of your health. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Double thumbs up. Yeah. Videos to prove it. I'm still here. Woo. So, Manga Chapter 56, moral arc, we're hip deep. Vegeta's out there training to try to learn some moves from the Yardrats. Yardratians? Yardrat people? Yardrat people. Yeah. I don't know how to properly um, pluralize that, but uh, either way, Vegeta's trying to learn some kind of move. Goku is very lost trying to get back to Earth uh, following his training with Miris. And we get basically an entire chapter of people just defending things on Earth. Like the good old days, the Z Fighter days. We get everybody, man. Yeah. We get Jocko the Galactic Patrolman. Hot. Krillin. Master Roshi. Tien Shinhan. Chaozu. Yamcha, and then of course Gohan and Piccolo. They're like the two aces uh, among the group. The co-captains. Yeah, but I like that Chow's is getting his hands dirty. Yeah. We don't really get to see uh, him or Tien really do anything, but um, we see Krillin fuck up some things a little bit with that bear-looking dude. I think Chaozu's last combat was what, Cell Saga? Did he have any combat in the Cell Saga? I'm pretty sure he did. Can't well, against remember. the Cell Junior, maybe. Yeah, I, against I, Cell I Junior, if anything. And I, I'm honestly not even 100 percent if he was there. So it might have been the Saiyan Saga. Yeah, 
Um, Whoa. I'm going to sound like a real dickhead if he's in the cell games and I don't remember, but either way, I like that. Everybody gets a, uh, I mean, obviously the main focal point of this chapter is the seven, three versus Piccolo and Gohan fight. And seven, three obviously has the power of Moro on tap still, but he is very quick to get behind Piccolo and Gohan in the very beginning part of their battle and steal their new upgraded powers. You know, if you guys did any upgrades in your training, it's all for naught now. Yeah, any new techniques is now mine. Yep. Uh, and I'm already a powerful motherfucker, so thanks for the buff, basically. And uh, I just like the fact that ultimately the fight that goes down, um, go on and Piccolo, turn the tables. I mean, Toyotaro is so evidently a fan of Gohan. Yeah. And when, Which nothing wrong with. When he puts out like the multiple blasts, you know, I, I'm gonna feel like such an asshole. Hell zone grenade, uh, yeah, hell zone grenade. I think so, yeah. He puts out the multiple blasts. Gohan just navigates through it, up towards him, bounces off all of the blasts to deliver the final blow. He ends up making that shield, uh, you know, to block the hit for Piccolo. Piccolo puts the muck and goes and pull right through it, and then they have the moment where they do. The Masenko Makango Senpo, or the, the Demon Flash of demon Light flash or, of death. or Death. It's so, so cool. This chapter is definitely all about not only Gohan, but Gohan and Piccolo, but probably a little bit more Gohan than Piccolo. Yeah. But Yamcha has a nice moment as well. Um, Gets to proclaim himself as one of the three strongest Earthlings. So I got to presume that that means he's stronger than Master Roshi. Maybe in his own mind. In the top three in, in Yamcha's mind, I feel like it's Krillin, Yamcha, Tien, Shin Han, and any one of the three of them could be at the top of the mark at any given time. I Yeah. Uh, Mostly between Tien and and Krillin, I'd say. I would say that, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, puts himself in that top three category. V, um, Boo's still asleep. Boo's still asleep. Mr. Satan's just happy that he's uh, around and alive. That's pretty funny. Um. But yeah, at the end of this chapter, they the androids show up. They're going to be key in defeating 7-3 because they have infinite chi. They have yeah. a really cool entrance and kicking him like directly in the face. Just when he's going to unleash like the full power of Moro. Yeah. They give him a nice sidekick. Well, pow! Where's he a gut? And we also find out that they're being paid off by Capsule Core to defeat this threat. Of course, man. 10 million zenny to be, to be exact. Yeah. Um, cause Android 18 don't come out the house for free. What is, what does she do with all that money? Spends it on nice clothes, fine leather goods, her pink jumpsuits. Definitely her pink jumpsuits. <laughs> Those <laughs> things are made of probably the finest materials. No joke on that. <laughs> so, uh, Android show up, they more or less overcome seven, three. We know that Moro's on the way. Uh, he's definitely headed to earth right now because his little underling minion, gives him a report like oh man bunch of strong fighters on earth weird i think it's cool to see like all of the different officers of the galactic patrol yeah like back up now he's what a planet destroyer moral he's a world eater world eater he's like the dragon ball z version of galactus okay he he his energy comes from the planets that he quote unquote eats he's he sucks the energy of yeah 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 so uh, he's obviously got his sights set on Earth, and the fact that Earth has such strong warriors on it uh, further backs up the fact that it's such a strong planet that he wants to feast on, basically. So he's on the way. Goku's lost. Vegeta hasn't learned his uh, his technique yet, but 
Man, this moral arc seems like it's uh, entering the third act for sure. I was going to say, this has been going on, what, for a while now? Probably at least the last six months. I couldn't tell you offhand the first chapter of the moral arc, but I want to say it was out of around September. I could be wrong. Um, It could have been even earlier than that. It could have been in the summer. It was what, Tournament of Power before that, right? Yep. And the Tournament of Power arc ends in the same chapter that the moral arc begins. Begins. Yeah, they really nerfed the end of the Tournament of Power in the manga. Yeah. Um, so now that we've got a full arc in terms of runway, and we do have the Broly movie as well. Yeah. Obviously, the question looms large. When's the motherfucking TV show coming back? Right? <laughs> will, will somebody like Moro eventually be canon in like Kakarot or something? Oh, I don't know, man. I have been playing a little bit of DBZ Kakarot. Yeah. Um, Although I'm pretty sure DBZ Kakarot is just going to stick to Dragon Ball just Z. Just Dragon Ball Z. No Maybe they'll release some DLC in the next year or two where it's like, here is a, a super expansion. Yeah. Here is a GT expansion or something like that. A couple of years from now, maybe we'll already have the anime back and you know, maybe Moro will be a DLC piece. Who knows? Um, in the meantime, though, it's just Dragon Ball Z. Those, gotcha. those four main arcs in terms of Kakarot. But... uh yeah, let's get the goddamn anime back. I thought it was coming back in March 2019, and then again I heard it maybe instead would come back in July of 2019. Now we're in Jan- February of 2020. February 2020. Holy cow! Summer Olympics coming up, baby. Yeah, July uh, 2020. July. That's the bet. That's the that's the guess. July 2020. Guess. But I don't think that Goku's going to be a big enough character. Motherfucker, what'd you just say? No, no, no! Like, like, like that—that's going to be a platform for it. What? I don't know. I don't know. Do me a favor. Okay. Think about all of the stupid shit that just came out of your mouth. Okay. And then make a commitment to not spew like that again. Okay. Thank you. Sure. So now that we've hinted at the toxic fandom that is a um, Dragon Ball Z fandom waiting around for a new announcement for a series return, um, toxic fandoms are already on the topic. Uh, yeah. Any Godzilla updates, Brandon? Not officially, not anything, you know, that really sticks out. Just fans every day kind of coming up with, you know, what if this, what if that, what if this, what if that. Sounds and like Dragon like, Ball. It's like this this movie's still ten months away. Like and I get it. Like I'm not gonna diss somebody because they're excited about like, oh, you know, who do you think's gonna show up in this movie or who do you think's gonna win it? Like, like in terms of monsters not, and shit. But like it just it like it's like every day and it's just constant and when you got nothing else to talk about, man. Well, I just feel like it just builds up so many people's hopes and dreams and then when it doesn't happen you're just going to be dashed upon the rocks and like, <laughs> you know, that kind of phantom menace. Uh, oh, that kind of phantom menace syndrome where you build it up, build it up, build it up. And then it's never going to meet your expectations. I totally understand that. Yeah. So, so I, I wh- kind of just avoid Godzilla. What's Kong lot. versus Godzilla slated to be November, November, November theatrical release in November. Yeah. Let's not fuck it up. Um, theatrical release though mm-hmm. uh, I did post pictures of it on the Instagram the other day mm-hmm. I managed to get my hands on 
a original theatrical release poster for Dragon Ball Z movie shit. Is it six or seven? I should really know this. Uh, I believe it's movie six. I think so. The Return of Kula. And I just got it back from the Framers the other day. Mm. Seeing as we do have the video camera rolling, I'm, I'm going to get up from my seat and... Uh, Show it to Brandon real quick. Show it off to the camera. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Hello, people. So I haven't even taken it out of the fucking plastic yet. Mm-hmm. But. There it is. Let me get this bitch over here. Glare's a little bit of a pain in the dick. but uh, go, go a little forward. That. Yeah, there you go. So I haven't taken it out of the plastic yet. I got to hang on the wall. It is likely going to replace the book. Only Academia poster over there in that corner. Um, but yeah, man, Return of Fucking Kula, uh, 1992 Shonen Jump kind of label on it. Whatever. I got a pretty good deal on it. It's yeah. not in like pristine condition, but the frame job this woman did. Did you get it? Where'd you get it? I got it done at Allerton for framing in Bristol. No, I mean, where'd you get the poster? Oh, I got it from some dude on eBay. Oh, okay. Duh. Uh, I think I bought it as like a gift to myself when I got my yeah. job back, my contract back in like, uh, but yeah, uh, July, August, something like that. Okay. Um, so I haven't even opened it yet. The coolest thing about this is this frame is so fancy. Yeah. That they gave me fucking gloves. Ooh, look at that. To handle the fucking frame with. Look at these things. Dang. And there's instructions on how to clean the glass in case I got my dirty motherfucking That's too legit to quit. On, on this like UV tempered glass or whatever. I mean, just imagine like going to a th- the theaters in the early 90s and like just, you know, seeing that. Right. Like, oh, shoot, a new, you know, Dragon Ball movie's coming out. Yeah. And Cooler's back. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. On my wall. So that's wicked. What got me to the framing shop in the first place was yeah. I bought this off of a dude on eBay. Okay. And uh, I continued to follow the things that he had listed. Yeah. And a couple of months later, I was fucking doing some shopping, and I found a second thing. Okay. And eventually, my goal was the second thing would become a gift for you, Brandon. Oh man. And uh, I would get it framed. So. Here is that thing that I finally got back from the frame and shop. Whoa. That's wicked. Thank you. Yeah, dude. I feel dude. like it's got all your favorite kaijus on it, right? Yeah. It's got Angus. It's got... Gigan, man. Gigan was so Gigan. badass. Yeah. Whoa. Thank you. So this is not a fucking original movie poster release. It's a repro. That's cool, though. But when your wife hit me up about fucking us throwing down for your guitar... Yeah. I told her that I already had a gift in the works for you. Okay. And that... She needed to let you hang it on the wall. Okay. So you've already got permission. Oh, wicked. From your wife to hang this in your house. That's awesome, dude. Oh, man. It comes with that permission. This poster is so dope. I thought about not even giving it to you. All right. (laughs) But that's wicked, though. Yeah, this is yours now. Thank you. Don't fucking forget the ticket. Yeah, I was going to say, put it somewhere safe. You do not get a pair of, of fucking... Of sexy gloves, okay? Uh, that's okay. No. Uh, I I moved enough paintings this week at work that 
I can get an extra pair of gloves. Right. So, yeah. Wow. There's your Toxic Godzilla fandom update. Seriously, that's wicked cool. And, uh... Toxic fandoms. What are the uh, understanding fandoms? I'm about that. Uh, yeah. In case you guys haven't heard, I've been hinting at some um, wrestling podcast tidbits. Um, I've talked with Brandon about it extensively earlier today. Look for that stuff in the beginning of March, I think. And if you're a fan looking forward to the Royal Rumble, you'll have an extra um, podcast from me to listen up. Not the Royal Rumble. I'm already fucking up with the wrestling fans. If you're um, a fan of wrestling and you're looking forward to WrestleMania. Okay, when's brother, that? April 5th. I figured it was in April, yeah. Yeah, it's like the Super Bowl of wrestling, I'm told. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, if you are a wrestling fan, you will have a podcast for me and two of my other friends to look forward to. That's got to be what, WrestleMania 35? I honestly have no idea. I think it's it's got to be close to there. No idea. Um, yeah, the whole fandom of wrestling. I'll tell you what, if I wasn't such a big anime fan, I don't know if it would make sense, but I went to the Royal Rumble in Houston a few weeks ago and uh goddamn man, it clicked. I totally understood what it was about. And um diving headfirst into this different sort of podcast project. Um at worst It'll be a different sort of podcast experience for me in terms of production, and maybe some of you super dope fans will listen to it. Yeah. At best, maybe we get uh, some new people listening to Super Dope. Well, you know, like I was saying earlier, you, you know, some people come and go with wrestling, like I did. I I haven't watched wrestling in twenty years, probably, but it's still fun to kind of reminisce about some of those days, and you know, the trying characters. to figure out why I liked it characters that you loved and yeah. stories that you loved and yeah events that you loved 100 percent um brian and pete the two guys i'm working on it with uh it's gonna be like 50 50 60 40 essay like written out yeah by me and then the other part of it's gonna be very conversational with those two guys providing like details around certain things we're talking about. Sure. I'm excited for it, man. Sure. It's gonna be a little bit of a challenge and I'm gonna to have to work myself to death over the month of February, but I feel like it'll be worth it and I'll definitely have learned something. Well, and I, I think it's good in many ways too that wrestling in the last 25 years especially has been so well documented in terms of like, biographies like you know what vh1 was for behind the music there's a handful still of like behind the mask if you want to call it you know beyond the mat behind yeah beyond beyond the the mat mat. yeah one step beyond yeah one step beyond it's a great song so yeah hopefully um i will stick to my guns on that and get that stuff done um but Here's the thing. Me and Brandon realized uh, coming into this recording session today, and I figured it would be a nice, easy way to round it out. We talked a little bit of Dragon Ball, Godzilla super briefly. This is kind of a quicker pod today um, because I have got a lot on my plate. So back off! Anyway, you and I, the last time we did a pod was, was it New Year's Eve Eve? I think it was New Year's Eve Eve. It was like the end of the year show. It was me, you, Jimmy, Mike Norman, Feds, maybe? Yeah. Was Minnie Van Dan here? He might have not been here. No, I think, yeah, Jimmy, 
Mike and and Feds and I. Yeah, I gotta get Mike Norm over here soon. I miss that fucking guy. If you're listening, Mike, I miss you. Prick, heard you guys got a PS4. Now you like eat, leave the house even less than you did before. Now. Uh oh. Yep. Here's the thing: like Amber plays whatever game they're playing, but like Mike does like the game maintenance and management for her, like all the number stuff. Whatever. I'm not gonna get into it right now. Okay. It's weird on how they fucking play PS4 games. Yeah, that sounds complicated. It is. It sounds that way anyway. Um, point is, miss you, Mike. We haven't had an opportunity to talk about Star Wars. No. We had both seen it at that point, but not everybody in the room had yet. So yeah. we, we shut up about it at that point in time. So if you haven't seen Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker yet, full spoilers for the duration of the podcast, okay? So, uh, Brandon, yeah. candidly, like it, love it, hate it. What'd you think? Go. Um, I liked it into loving it. Um, I would say the this is going to be perhaps controversial, but it reminded me of the first Star Wars, A New Hope, in that it was just kind of a fun, crazy adventure. Now, stepping crazy, back right. from that, stepping back from that, very heavy on the crazy there was you know a bowl full of ideas not a handful but a bowl full of ideas just thrown at the wall i think to see what sticks for ideas yeah um there are some great moments and the fact that you actually have all three main characters actually working together for once yeah nice change of pace in that huh yeah that that provides a great fun adventure and kind of, you know, the trio working together all for one, one for all. Um, but yeah, there's some kind of whacked out stuff at times. Well, I feel like the obvious thing to say about this trilogy is that it suffers from not having been planned out long term and left to the devices of at the time when it was announced and decided three individual directors yeah and it ends up being jj1 ryan johnson two, jj3 who was supposed to be three i forget uh colin trevorrow i believe is the name and they released pieces of his script after the rise of skywalker came out and i've got friends who uh think that that trevorrow script would be one of the Greatest, most profound ideas of I've cinema ever. I've seen the the panels. I the artistic panels. Yeah, um, there's some there's some crazy shit in there's that. There's some too. super crazy far out shit in that. Yeah, for you guys to say that the Colin Trevorrow was going to be a better movie, you're you're straight up lying to yourself. Some of the stuff that that dude, like all like the Force Spirit Heaven stuff that they talk about, like. It's stuff that's so fucking far-fetched that it probably would have fit in well with some of the things in Rise of Skywalker. General Hux killing himself? Dude, talk about a fucking non-consequential. The whole time I'm like, oh, there's a mole? Oh, I wonder who it is. And then it's Hux, and it's like, why'd you do it? And he's like, fuck Kylo Ren. I'm like, that's the whole reason I've had to deal with you for two whole movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To have you do this turn, and the whole... The whole motivation for the turn is fuck Kylo Ren yeah cool great story 
Really appreciated your story arc. I'm glad I had to fucking deal with your ginger ass last two movies. I think the other thing, too, is if I were to fall into the spell that the Trevorrow version, based on the panels alone, was going to be better, then I'm going to give myself something I can never attain. What's that? Well, that would be like to get the Trevorrow version. Oh. You know, that it would just build up that that kind of Star Wars is ruined because this was the version that was better and I'll never get to see it. Like, no, I'm not going to. I respect and enjoy The Rise of Skywalker for what it's worth. And, you know, I'm not going to dwell on the what ifs. A lot of crazy ideas, man. Yeah. Um. So obviously not having the the benefit or the foresight of one person planning all three acts of the trilogy. I get that. I respect that. This movie very evidently suffers from J.J. having to undo much of The uh, Last Jedi. And you can clearly see that. I mean, what is it? Somebody pointed out that Rose's oh, poor screen Rose time, Tico. she got like, what, a minute and 48 or something like that. So I heard an explanation as to why Rose Tico got so boned. Really? And a lot of it, allegedly. I think that it's obviously backlash and a, a, a quote-unquote correction because Rose Tico wasn't an awful character no. in that movie, but... That whole casino piece of that story. That was stretched. That movie was not a good movie. I know there's a lot of people out there who like The Last Jedi. It's I a did. super polarizing movie. Not a very good movie. I'm sorry. I liked it, but. So Rose Tico, in that circumstance, was okay. The excuse for her not being, again, I think it's a correction of people didn't like the character. Oh, yeah, clearly. They're catering to a super fucking vocal clearly. Uh, Twitter audience of clearly. anti-SJW soy boy cucks. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti that, though. Um, and they took her out. But the explanation I heard was a lot of Rose Tico's scenes revolved around trying to use recycled footage of Carrie Fisher. Yes. And she was like sort of an anchor to some extent to help make the footage that they have work. Work. And eventually, a lot of those scenes ended up on the cutting room floor. Anyway. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So she got the bone. I don't like that. Not only did she get the bone, but they so evidently tried to replace her with a fucking black girlfriend for Finn. Yeah. Who was also Lando a runaway stormtrooper. And then they try to tie it into Lando because... Obviously, the idea of Finn being a thing. Yeah. And everyone made, oh, is he related to Lando? There's only one black uh, family in the universe, like that whole joke. I believe they confirmed it's Lando's daughter, they too. They did. Yeah. They did. And when I watched it, I pieced that together immediately. I'm like, really? So the second black person, excuse me, we meet Lando. He's the first black person in the galaxy. Yeah. Then Finn. Everyone makes a joke. Are they related? Ha ha ha. No, they're not. Then we meet a third black person. Finn's girlfriend. Are they related? Are Finn? Are, are any of the three of them related? Yeah, of course she's related to Lando. But when I watched it, I understood the the implication, the context. I guess. Yeah. When my dad watched it, he was like, "Yo, that's just Lando trying to lay the pipe, trying to play his old sly dog moves." Right. Right. I didn't get that vibe at all. No, I I got it more as, oh, she's his daughter. But if people did get that vibe, that's creepy. I know a few people that got that vibe, yeah. Um, so we've talked about some of the minor-ish gripes of Rise of Skywalker, for yeah. sure. Um, way to be racist, uh, Disney. But they, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, were you surprised that she was a Palpatine? Uh... 
was a heavy breathe, man. You better have some fucking thoughtful pieces after that. Breathe. I guess I was because I was like, all right, how are they going to piece this shit together? Like, come on. I thought it was a bit of a stretch. Did you? A little bit, yeah. Does and it then bother the- you that Sheaf Palpatine fucks? I see now. I I didn't think of it that way. I thought he just cloned himself. Oh, you mean the way in which he made Anakin and just kind of did a, a immaculate conception with Shmi Skywalker back in the day to kind make Anakin? Of, yeah. And yeah. then Anakin is the grandfather of Ben Solo, who eventually becomes Kylo Ren. But like, I I so don't kind of like the great grandfather so, of Kylo Ren. A, why when Kylo he, Ren makes out with Rey? Why did he produce a, a son? And B, why didn't he just, if he thought this was going to be dangerous, why didn't he just, you know, like, just kill it? Kill what? Kill Ray? His son. Oh, I don't think he expected the son to be dangerous. He expected uh, Ray to be powerful and to keep her around so that eventually he could try to, you know, there's convert her so, over to the dark side of the forest. So much, there's so many questions like, you know, did his kid know that he was Palpatine's son? And You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, there's too much to think about to, to, you know what I mean? She fucks though. Yeah. Apparently. Yee. 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 So Um, in all seriousness, you, me and your wife, Kelly went to watch it together. When did we go? Like the day after Christmas or? What? Force Awakens? Yeah. No, no, no. For the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Rise Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Um, did we go? Just after Christmas. Like the Friday it came out. So. So December 21st, December 22nd. There are two scenes in particular that, and I I only mentioned this to you specifically because you were sitting next to me in the theater. Yeah. Where I legitimately saw what happened on the screen. And And you laughed, yeah. I busted out loud. Yeah. And I was like the, one of the only people reacting to it at all one was what i think when he unleashes his electrical powers on the whole fleet oh my god yeah all right never mind three times then yep three i remember that one the two times that i remember distinctly in my brain when kylo and ray oh when they yeah. kiss oh oh yeah and i was uh, like yo you've got to be kidding me dude. yeah Did you really yeah. just try to fucking Work? Did you really try to strong arm that into into this whole thing? Yeah. Like Kylo Ren hasn't been an abusive asshole piece of shit to this girl the whole time. This is really driving home the best of fucking messages in terms of of Ray wanting to make out with this dude. All yeah. right? I literally laughed out loud when they made out. The other part before the the electrocution of an entire sure. fucking Starfleet of yeah, spaceships. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one was the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Never get a real. Um, story arc, story but, or like, but they're covering that I believe in the comic book series. That's fine. Okay, I'm glad that you guys have the mediums of comic books and yeah. novelizations to be able to build yeah. out and fill in the blanks and some of the lore. If you make a decent enough fucking movie, you could probably fit in some kind of explanation as to yeah, why no, the Knights I, of Ren are consequential. Knights of Ren in this movie are equated to like legitimately. Like in sync boy band poses. Yeah. Like hanging out in a goddamn desert, standing on some mountains. They got their axes out and shit. And there's like some fucking swooshy shots of the fucking. Yeah. One of those shots of them just posing there in a goddamn desert. I busted out loud laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And then the third part that you reminded me of was they need the. you know, resistant ships to be able to battle all of these 
many yeah. star destroyers. Uh, what are their star destroyers that have the capacity to destroy a planet like a death they star? They have, does. yeah, they have like what we, would in the EU the equivalent of a, a dark saber. There you go. Wow, good, good pull. Yeah, Brandon's legit. If we do an understanding fandom podcast for Star Wars, <laughs> sorry, bud, you're in. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, uh, yeah, Lando and Chewie go off and rally up like a few hundred ships, at least, maybe even it's way like, more a thousand, than thousand. Yeah, they they go rally up a thousand ships. Yeah, like even if they've got the like universes, the brothers. Yeah, even if they've got the best universe, uh, the best of universes CB radio or yeah. something to like hit everybody up at the same time, like. They don't have much time to scramble all that kind of support, and they do it miraculously. And like, then, yeah, everyone hits right on time. She fucking Palpatine is like watching these two young Jedi try to band together to defeat him. The goddamn roof of the place he's in, oh, parts like the motherfucking Metrodome Stadium, yeah, yeah, or, yeah <laughs> Cowboy Stadium, whatever. And he just shoots up a fucking lightning blast and hits all of. The... Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you can do that. And you're real worried about getting destroyed right now by these two by these little two kids. Yeah, just shoot that same laser beam that you used to hit a thousand fucking spaceships, spaceships just now yeah. all at once. Shoot it at these two little asshole kids. Boom. Yeah. Game over. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a Greek tragedy. Of course, he it's not going to because good has to trump hate. Listen, of all the things that we've talked about and nitpicked to this point, my biggest complaint about okay. this movie. In this saga, I guess, in particular, because the way that it wraps it up, okay, it very much picks up on a lot of threads that were started, understandably, in J.J.'s first movie in the series, yep. Force Awakens. Um, my biggest beef with the movie is that I, the movie's never going to get a fair shake because it's wrapping up yeah. not only a trilogy, but a trilogy of three trilogies. Well, and also you know? a controversial trilogy. That too. But... This trilogy went out of its way, I feel, almost as like, I don't know, it was necessary for them to do it in terms of telling the story at the end here. They take a big old piss all over everything and anything that Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader has accomplished in the first six movies of the series. Everything that Darth Vader did, Anakin Skywalker did, however you want to look at it, is basically inconsequential due to the fact that uh, you know, eventually, Return of the Jedi, he sacrifices it all to be able to defeat the Emperor. Yeah. And uh, Emperor's back in this movie. Out of nowhere, he was Snoke. He was Vader's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was everything the whole time. Okay, we're just going to suspend disbelief to fucking so, have that work for us. But Anakin Skywalker never truly brought the balance to the Force. Yeah. So he was never the guy. So, have you watched Mandalorian? Yes. So, if you haven't watched Mandalorian, guys, spoilers. Okay, give you a second. But what I think is interesting, somebody pointed it out on Twitter not too long sure. ago. Um, the one, who, the prophecy, the one who's meant to bring balance to the Force. Yeah, everyone thought it was Anakin Skywalker, yeah. born in that year, right? Do you know who else was born the same year as Anakin Skywalker? Was it the child? The child, Baby Yoda himself, is also. He's 50 years old in The Mandalorian. He's which is 5 Ma- years after Endor. Which is 5 years after or I don't know if it's 5. It's it's it could be 5. It's, but it, yeah. it's definitely after Endor. Yeah. And prior to episode 7. Yes. So the child is the same age as Darth Vader. And I think by Is he the one who's meant to bring balance to the Force? I think by Force Awakens at least, the child's in his 80s. 
Yeah, that probably sounds about right. Yeah. But probably still not enough to be doing what Yoda would do in terms of serving on the Jedi Council or, you know, fighting people or whatever. Yeah, Yoda's Being something useful. like 700-something years old by then. Exactly. I mean, 900 years old, he dies, and you see what, like the the previous 40 to 50 years leading up to his death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episodes one through six? Yeah. So if huh. they do go this route where... I'm I'm sitting here. The reason I bring up the Mandalorian and all that stuff is because I'm sitting here bitching about how they've pissed all over Anakin Skywalker's legacy yeah, yeah, yeah. and what he's supposed to mean to Star Wars. Yeah. Because, you know, he's basically Jesus. We yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it. Immaculate Conception, made by the Force and Shmi yeah. Skywalker. Whether you want to say it's the Force or uh, Sheev Palpatine or whatever, um, Anakin is very much supposed to be held up or portrayed as Jesus yeah. in the first six movies at least. And then he fucking has his fall and then he rises back he up rises. and he overcomes and he fucking brings balance to the force by destroying the Emperor. Redeems himself. Yeah. Never mind, the Emperor is still alive. Everything Anakin Skywalker did is not a big deal. So I'm bitching about that, okay? No, I get it, yeah. What if they make some Star Wars movies in like five years, ten Which years? We know that That takes place another... after episode nine. There's another trilogy and well, supposedly by Ryan Johnson, right? Who gives a shit? I fucking hope not, because fuck that guy. Okay. Seriously, fuck Ryan Johnson. Okay. St- and I understand that Knives Out is an uh, an awesome movie, and they're going to make a sequel. And That dude went into Star Wars very much saying, you know what? I understand what Star Wars about is all about, and I'm about to buck the trend. And uh, I'll tell you, dude, he, he sowed a lot more dissent than he fucking made fans. And the fans that he made are not fucking fans that are, um, what's the word, particularly respected, maybe? Yeah. All right, now that I'm done talking shit on Ryan Johnson, my point is, what if we see a Baby Yoda fucking trilogy movie set? In well, that years? that opens up a whole other question. He's the of, one who brings balance to the Force. Do we know if John Favreau knows what's going on? John Favreau should be the, I mean, Ke- uh, Kevin Feige is, I guess, going to be the dude to oversee the next Star Wars movies. Oh, but, Favreau's not? Well, Favreau is very much in the, him and Dave Filoni, uh, I know Dave are Lone, very yeah. much in the process of doing this TV bit, and I'm sure that they'll factor into the movies eventually. But yeah, uh, all rumors, I don't think there's been an official announcement, but all the rumors tie Kevin Feige to be the guy to oversee the next. Kathleen Kennedy is the fuck out, and Feige is. Oh, the... to oversee Lucasfilm? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like another series. Oh, another series of movies, but yeah. yeah. And oh, he's wow. going to be Kathleen Kennedy now. Okay. In terms of her creative input. And yeah. I, I don't know if she's going to leave the company at all. Okay. But, like, she's not going to have that hands-on approach to the yeah, movies. Yeah, because she stayed on after George Lucas. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll see what happens. We, I mean. Hopefully. Hopefully well, it's Obi-Wan good. Kenobi's been pushed back, apparently. Yeah. And I heard that it's mainly because they're working on getting the script just right. There's no kinds of bullshit or anything. But I guess... You know, much like in the Dragon Ball world, you've got dickheads on YouTube trying to make a story out of everything that isn't a story. Oh, of course. Of but, course. They you know, hear people do one the same little thing in, crumb in Star of Wars information. World. Yeah. And it's especially easy with Kathleen Kennedy in charge for them to make anti SJW soy boy cuck videos. So, crumb, I'm hungry. Word, bird. Well, um, that is going to do it for Dragon Ball Super Dope. Uh, we're hoping that you enjoyed our manga review, some Skywalker talk. Godzilla, yeah. hope you like your fucking poster. Wait, two greatest things about Rise of Skywalker, though. What? Wedge Antilles.
Oh, and and Babu Frick, but Wedge Babu Frick was great. You're right. We yeah. did not talk about it uh, too in depth. I feel like we could probably do like a fucking two hour long podcast. Yeah, no, movie. no, no. But I would need to see it again. I only saw it the one time. Did you go back and see it again? I saw it 48 hours later. Yeah. Did you? I haven't yeah. gone back and seen it since. I um, went with Colin. But, but when the Wedge and Chili's moment happened. I've never seen you react like that. Dude. You physically jumped up out of your seat. That was the greatest moment ever. Oh, my. And I knew when I heard his voice, I knew exactly who it was. And I just got the new Black Series Wedge Antilles figure, too. And then he comes on screen and you jump up out of your chair. And your wife looked over at you like you were having a heart attack or something. She was was like, like, who's that? And I was like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Don't take this away from me, woman. Yeah, don't ruin me. Don't uh, ruin this moment. Well, uh, maybe Dude. one day we can do a more in-depth uh, in-depth dive on the rise of Skywalker. Oh, I, I just that was like even if the movie was the worst thing ever hap- to happen, I couldn't wait to see Wedge back on the screen. It was entertaining, but yeah, I had fun. Yeah, it was a fun movie. It was entertaining, but overall, I feel like they could have. Um, I would have rather them delay the movie six months and take their time to get it right I that's think, just me and no matter what was going to happen people weren't going to be satisfied no of course not you know I had a great time like I said it brought me back to seeing the original Star Wars for the first time because it was kind of so exotic and adventurous and there was a little bit of tragedy it wasn't trying to be like Empire Strikes Back where it was like you know the dark times it was kind of being for the Empire yeah this was the resolution to the the tragedy. Well, um, maybe we can talk about it a little bit more in depth. Uh, you're not in on the My Hero train, but no, I'm sorry. April's coming soon, man. This season four is going to be up, and we're going to need something new to talk about. All right. I'm seriously very heavily considering Spider Man. That's cool to me. I've never seen it before, <laughs> so that's going to be a trip. But uh, well, I've, said, I've heard it's legendary status of like it helped what create like. It's the Super reason it's the reason that Power Rangers have Megazords. Yeah. Is this yeah. series. And I'm more than happy to give you a history lesson about that shit. Yeah. But um I don't know. We're open to suggestions if we don't get anything better than Supida Man. What's cool about Supida Man is every episode is on YouTube. Yeah. So if you guys worry that you can't follow along with us because you've got no idea as to uh, how to watch the episodes, uh links are very, very findable. We could do the joy of painting. Bob Ross? Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, but if you've got any other suggestions, uh, let us know. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at DB Super Dope. Uh, lots of Instagram traffic this week. Uh, paid Instagram promotions are worth it. Um, also, Twitter at DB Super Dope, the number one. Uh, we don't do Facebook, although I think we do have a Facebook now. Okay. Only so that way I could have coordinated the uh, Instagram promotions um subscribe on apple podcast stitcher spotify if you can leave us a review on apple podcast that is really helpful helps other people find the podcast obviously you giving us the good word makes uh, other people more inclined to check us out so that helps we've got a lot of new listeners over the last couple of months welcome for real um we super super appreciate you guys uh checking us out and sticking with us and listening to all of the old episodes which is Phenomenal to me. Um, we're we're fast approaching on 200 episodes, Brandon. I was gonna say we've got to be up there. Yeah, we're getting close, man. Wow, it'll happen this year. Um, 
if my calculations are correct, we will probably hit it at some point around July or August. Okay. So right around our anniversary time. What are we at, August. like 164, 170? I think we're around the 170 mark right now. Okay. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, probably, fuck, dude. Probably even sooner. Maybe it's closer to my birthday. Maybe closer to June. Maybe June, yeah. Whatever. Uh, leave us a review. Helps us out. You can also leave us a voicemail, 401-213-9596. 401-213-9596. You can do that. That helps. Uh, we'll play your voicemail on the show. Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we wrap it up here? I think that's it. Cool. If you want to check out an uncut version, maybe a version that has video. Not that there's a lot to look at, Good. but... I'll look at the camera sometimes, and Brandon's got these mutton chops going. Got a good shot on the mutton chops. Oh, look at those fucking oh things. Get the goddamn mic out the way. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good, those mutton chops. All right, we appreciate you guys. Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope if you want to see the mutton chops. And uh, Got to pay to play. Got to pay to play, baby. I don't, yeah, got to pay to play. You got to pay to play. You don't got to sign up and immediately cancel your fucking membership afterwards. Hmm. Um, how's the show end? I don't know. Sorry. Cause this is Dragon Ball Super Dope. Brandon Mutt Chops are looking great. I said Brandon Mutt Chops are looking great. <laughs>